Yeah, absolutely, man. So how's it going, Dave? Going pretty good, Brian. Going Are you recording? Good. I am recording. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I wasn't sure if you're going to be recording. Well, I guess we could do um, preview with the prior. Did you? Well, while we're waiting for our special guest to come on, uh, did you see the next week on Better Call Saul? No, but I read a tweet that made me kind of concerned. Okay, what did, what does the tweet say? It was something about a spoiler in France and something about Kim getting fired. Ooh. So I don't know if that meant the demotion of the cornfield about last week's episode, which I'm pretty sure is what it meant. Hmm. What? Are you talking or am I talking? Oh my gosh, my computer is making random noises. I was going to say, that's not me, dude. Oh yeah, it's like it's talking. Weird. Okay, so it, it, it says that Kim might get fired? I uh, Yeah, it said something about a spoiler and Kim, I didn't know Kim got fired, it got spoiled for me. But oh. But then I read an article, so I did some research, and it's like, it streams in the UK or in Europe the day after it airs in America. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it must have been something about hearing a spoiler for like last week's episode or something. Oh, gotcha. So my prediction is gotcha. Kim gets fired. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, man, that's what I'm talking about. That's that That's that rift I've been predicting, man. That would make Chester Copperpot happy because he says, you know, pops are better when I'm not around. Oh, yeah, from our Twitter page? Yes. Yeah, I wrote down a um, bunch of tweets that I wanted to recognize at some point in the show. Yeah, okay, well, let's let's go ahead and do that now while we wait for our guest to, uh, to call because uh, I have been getting lit up. <laughs> As week. you well deserve. And a special shout out to... Aaron Taylor for coining the phrase cactus moment because we are going to use the shit out of that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, first off, my hearing is always terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's extensive cauliflowering. Yes, exactly. And um, I don't know. I I heard it wrong. I I heard him. I heard it as like he was like being like well why are you mad you know like and it was like a like he was throwing it out there as some sort of grand gesture like well i, I quit davis in maine oh but that's he not said what he i said will i'll i'll quit yeah yeah like which is he did not he i'm did so not happy it. he offered it i'm so happy <laughs> because i didn't even correct you i just i said it never even happened and you're the one that's uh-huh. getting lit up yeah, yeah, I, I tried to convince you. I did, <laughs> but I could have easily have, said like, "No," he said, "I'll quit." But I forgot he even said anything about quitting, so I should have got some heat for it too. <laughs> well, go ahead. Let's go through the tweets real quick while we wait for our call. All right. Up, oh, actually, hold on, hold on one second, right there. Hold on one sec. Dave, you there? I'm here. Sarah, are you there? I'm here. All right. <laughs> Sarah, welcome to uh welcome to preview with the prior. Uh it's well, it's the part of our Better Call Saul podcast where Dave and I speculate about upcoming episodes often incorrectly. <laughs> so it's, it's it's so if we if we get a little silly and get a little stupid, um I totally apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the network loves your shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to well, send us hey, swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got we got to send out T-shirts uh, this year. They sent us. They here's what happened. They sent me a box of T-shirts, which is absolutely awesome. But uh, what's happening is is I live in a Chicago flat, like a Chicago three flat, 
So my space is limited, so I keep picking up this box of AMC t-shirts <laughs> and like setting them down somewhere else, only to run into them again to pick them up and put them back somewhere else in my apartment. So we're trying to unload them to listeners as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> So AMC t-shirts everywhere. <laughs> Freaking everywhere. Well, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, on the phone is uh, Sarah Minich. I got that last name right, right? Right. Actually, it's Sarah Minich. It's a common error. Oh, it's, man. Uh, no, don't worry. <laughs> he finally thought he got it right. <laughs> uh, well, no, I got Mark Prokes right, and then I was, okay. I was feeling confident. I thought I could do it, and uh, Sarah, I messed up your name. I apologize. Don't worry. Everybody does it. I even had casting directors introduce me to directors as Sarah Minnick. That's okay. Everyone learns Sarah Minnick. <laughs> well, uh, for our listeners, uh, Sarah plays Brenda on Better Call Saul, right? That's right. I play Brenda, the front desk operator at Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill. That's awesome. So, uh, we we have uh, I, we've had all sorts of uh, uh, cast members on and members of the team and everything like that. And what what's so intriguing about um, your character, you know, like it's it's you know not one of the big three, but I wanted to get your perspective of what it's like on set while um, while watching, I guess, everything on the show happen around you. First off, that that office that's a set, right? Or, or are you at location? It's a location, actually. It's a this this massive. I mean, I can see where you might think it's a set because it's just so perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's actually this. Yeah. Right. It's this huge office location in Albuquerque. I can't say where it is, obviously, but it's right. um it's a really cool place. You know, it's like three stories, and I remember being on set once with extras. Oh, I can't call them extras. Sorry, background workers. Pardon me. Um, All the background (laughs) folks out there. (laughs) I remember being on once and just having like every level, every balcony of the, you know, every level balcony, three stories above me filled with background players. And it's just, it's it's really quite breathtaking, you know, being at the lobby level and just seeing the size of this place. It's it's a pretty, it's a pretty, um, humongous and sort of all-encompassing place. You know, you can really feel the energy there. Yeah, and you're actually from Albuquerque, or you lived there for a while, right? I moved, I am a um, transitioned Albuquerquean, right? So so let me explain what I mean by that. So I come from California originally. I was born and raised there. And it just, I didn't really, I, my personality, my energy didn't really fit there. I mean, I, I did, but it didn't fit there. And so, my parents moved to Albuquerque and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to follow them and go to college and get a couple of degrees and then pursue my acting career there. And I did, and it's worked, and I don't want to leave. <laughs> so, well, well, how great How great is that? You're, you're now on a show that's, you know, uh, based in Albuquerque. It, I mean, that's got to feel good, right? I mean, it's not like a lot of shows are always like located in three, like four places, like Miami, New York, Chicago, and LA. Like Breaking Bad was like the first real big one that I could think of that was Albuquerque. And then of course, uh, Better Call Saul and you being a transplanted, transplantationist, (laughs) transplantationist. I mean, is that is that exciting for you to be like working on this big show that's like filming in your town? Heck yeah! And you know what else? Like, what it gives me hope that this show and you know Breaking Bad 
sort of brings more film and television work to this region because this, mm-hmm. we have great talent, we have great crew, and people don't always associate that with uh, Albuquerque, with New Mexico, and they're starting to because of Breaking Bad, because of Better Call Saul. And all of a sudden, we're getting all of these fantastic shows in. We're getting these opportunities, films, television shows, you know, and mm-hmm. starting up another show out here. It's like nice. the sky's the limit here. And, and I'm so glad to finally see stuff coming out this way. <laughs> that's got to be that's got to be super exciting. It is. It is. It, it gives me because I'm I'm kind of tired of people saying, oh, well, you can't succeed unless you live in Los Angeles or in New York. And I'm not making fun of anyone specifically at all. I'm just saying that, you know what? Forget that. That's not true. I know so many people that are really, I, can I say ass? Sure. <laughs> They're yeah, we, is... ass out here. That are... <laughs> you, can, you can say whatever, whatever you like on our podcast. It's okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You give me an inch, I'll take a mile, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but you were you were also an extra in Breaking Bad. Well, I have a question. Actually, I was considered a date. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, are we going to see a character arc or a story of how Brenda becomes the girl hanging all over Jesse Pinkman at a house party? Ah, you totally took my oh, question. <laughs> oh, I'm, look at you two trying to speculate. You it know, is preview the prior. I can't even answer that. I, you know I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to your question about, about what I did in Breaking Bad, actually, um, I had the honor of, of being a player, and the reason they cast it through Sagaftra um, on that part is because, you know, I was actually, like, literally body-to-body with Aaron Paul, and no, he's a really down-to-earth, cool guy. And, you know, I've never seen somebody so intensely in their character. Like, I was, was super impressed with, with oh. uh, his work and, and with kind of how he got into that character, how he, he sort of, like, just, like, transitioned right there on set. And all of a sudden, he was, you know, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad and not Aaron Paul anymore. It was, it was pretty epically amazing learning experience for me to watch I'm, I'm really glad that you said that because it's a pretty well-known thing that he was supposed to be killed off after the first season and they really liked him and kept him around so to know that that's you know part of that the, just goes to show yeah, pretty awesome. yeah it but, goes to show that you know just because they think necessarily that an actor is 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 not gonna you know huge in the show or just because somebody may have a small part to begin with or they may have small plans for someone mean that that character turn into, you know, a huge part of the plot line. Yeah. And I think that, that's the case that that happened with him and it could happen again. You never know. With whatever job you get, you put all of yourself into it and you never know what's going to happen. Except for, except for a podcaster. We kind of half-assed that. And <laughs> but yes, you guys love it. I can just tell by your voices. You just you love this. You eat this alive. Oh yeah, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> we get, we get ripped on by our fans and we encourage it and we talk smack back and forth. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and Dave have just been taking a beating these past couple of weeks for saying uh, stupid things <laughs> about Better Call Saul. Like not stupid, bad, just like completely incorrect. That even Dave and I are like, how the hell did we ever think that's what happened? <laughs> so, 
you're getting like from them network just like with you know hush please i think yeah, like, or just by the fans <laughs> like dude stop your podcast this is terrible <laughs> so. <laughs> so that that leaves me um so had did the breaking bad was was that Brenda, like, did she have a name, or was it just coincidental that you were you were in both shows? Because I I, I don't know if there's anything to it, but Dave obviously asked the question, and uh, I I totally want to be the person. If, if nobody's asked about it before, I totally want to be the the venue for which people are like, oh my god, did you hear about this connection? Like, <laughs> I want that to be our thing. <laughs> it's actually like all over the place. I've been seeing people making connections between different characters, uh. and possible you know, tie-ins all over the place. Now, okay, so so when I originally got cast, I had this conversation with my agent, Carissa Mitchell, and and we were, and she, she told me, she's like, I really want to sit in for Better Call Saul if I can, but at the same time, you are already in Breaking Bad, and yeah, see, I'm like trying to really monitor my words to make sure I don't step on any kids. <laughs> apparently, like she talked to the to the casting director, and the casting director, let's just let's just put her in. And then um, my audition was actually with um, Peter Gold and Vince Gilligan, right? And, and it, that was my callback. They were there, and uh, some of the producers, and of course the casting director, and so they knew who I was. They were like, so wait, you were in Breaking Bad. And I was like, yes, I was. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me here again today. So they were totally aware that, that I was that person, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to um, hypothesize about what went on in their heads because, you know, obviously I'm not in their heads, but um, I'm sure they know and have a plan for everything. You know, these guys are pretty frick brilliant as I'm sure all of you yeah. agree all of you meaning all the fans and you two um would agree that they've got some pretty incredible ideas so and and just for the record just because you know I said I wanted to be like the genesis of that whole theory and you said it's already out there but uh just for the record I'm just going to go ahead and take credit for anybody that thought of it before me so <laughs> anybody that <laughs> anybody that put two and two together uh you're welcome I'm glad I could do that for you <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, when I said that, I actually mean, like, I've seen other characters reference. Like, uh, I just saw on Facebook, one of my, so I'm good friends with the guy that plays um, Ernie or Ernesto. Right? You've seen him. Um, he's played by Brandon K. Hampton, and he's one of my buddies. And um, there was a bunch of, like, hypothesizing about who he could potentially be. So I know it's kind of going around. So by all means, coin the connection that you have just made as your own <laughs> Yeah, finally, finally. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes. We're, well, we're, we'll we're... see, we'll see. I'm not confirming nor denying anything. <laughs> I, was, I, don't, I think maybe a confirmed rumor that Aaron Paul is going to be on Better Call Saul. So that's where I'm, it is the same person. Oh, interesting. And then when... <laughs> Dave and I, well, I, I keep going with the theory that, like, eventually... Uh, Jimmy is going to cause Kim's termination from her place of employment. And uh, Dave thinks she's going to die in a horrible fashion. So, <laughs> but just recently, Dave. Yes. Yeah. I, Dave. Why is that, Dave? I never said horrible fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Ray Thorn would think about that. She's such a, a lovely woman, too. She's probably she, be like, come on, man. Ray Seahorn is actually the first cast member that we interviewed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And kicked off the entire interviewing actors and things that we do, actually. So she's very special to our podcast. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I've really taken to her. You know, in season, in season one, I didn't like have, you know, I didn't really develop a relationship with her. But when season two, you know, started and, and I went in, it was like seeing a big sister. I was like, yay, <laughs> there's my buddy. And, you know, and we kind of we kind of connected there. And so I really I have a lot of respect for her. Well, that's good. You know, it seems like everybody on the on the show, no matter, like, you never hear anything bad. Even in, like, tabloids, you never hear anything bad about the behavior of people on set. It just seems like uh, everybody it's like, that... It's like the cast of Leave it to Beavers making a TV drama. Right, like, every everybody gets along. Every You know, it's like a very friendly set. That's good to hear. I think, I think that probably has something to do with the fact, too, that, that people are probably fairly careful to not, you know, talk shit about anyone or about any events that happen because we love our freaking jobs. (laughs) Also true. Also true. Awesome. Well, uh, Sarah, we, we won't keep you too long, but, uh, we are super excited to, cause I get the feeling there's a little bit more Brenda that's going to come out as, uh, uh, season two unfolds. And, uh, Today, it was announced not too long ago that uh, Better Call Saul was picked up for a season three. So I, I hope that. I uh, How exciting. <laughs> I, I know. I saw it today and I just shared it on Facebook and I was like, yes, bring it on. <laughs> and we were like, yes, because we get to do this for another season. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we get to pretend like we're important. <laughs> Well, you guys are important. I mean, you know, you got to get the word out there. You got to build the hype about it, right? I mean, that's that's all part of the system that is entertainment. <laughs> yeah, and, and we true. try to keep our listeners interactive so that way they pay more attention and maybe rewatch it a couple more times. We ask trivia questions that we reward with our T-shirts and stuff like that. Absolutely. Well, well uh, I kind of want a T-shirt now. Like, can I get a T-shirt, or is this like a in-club thing? All guests of <laughs> or guests of it's all good men podcast receive an AMC T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm willing to. I'm willing to bet you already have way cooler swag than a T-shirt. <laughs> I do. I do have some BCS swag, to be quite honest with you. But I mean. You guys seem like you're pretty cool peeps, too. So. Let me let me ask you this. When, when you're on set, do you ever see, like, a cup or something laying around where you just kind of think, you know, this would be, like, a cool keepsake for the rest of my life, and you just kind of want to take it off set? Wow. <laughs> That's an awful big hesitation. Look, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm just saying, if, if I was on a hit team, I, I don't think I'd be able to resist. Like, even if it was just, like, an ashtray or something, I'd be like... Yeah, you know what? I I don't smoke, but I could totally use that ashtray. <laughs> like, I'll just put that in my pants pants pocket. Like, I would be so tempted. Do you ever like? Okay, let me ask it this way: Are you ever d- tempted to do that? Like, does it, does the thought ever cross your mind? I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. So Brenda's desk is literally the command module for the actual building camera system thing okay so like Mm. the the building that it's filmed in has a camera system that that basically monitors everything that goes around in the parking lot and you know all those shenanigans and i am frequently looking at all these little knobs with their little video feeds and and i'm like oh my gosh i just want to I just want to turn that knob right now and see if like 
this car over, you know, if what what camera this turns or if I can like, <laughs> randomly see something, you know, and and so one time, <laughs> one time I'm set. I was sitting behind, you know, in my nice little Brenda desk. And, um, I was, I was just, I don't know. I, think I was talking to the guy that plays Ernesto, and because you know we're friends, and I, I was like, "What if I just touch this knob right here and see what happens?" And so, I mean, this is so, this is so low level, you know. Like, I'm getting a <laughs> huge kick out of this, and like, it's nothing, right? So, like, I barely touched the knob, and the camera's like, you know, and, and <laughs> looks at some other part of the parking. And that was the most scandalous thing to me. <laughs> and I know that sounds completely like, oh, my God, really? The camera, it moved a little bit. Who's lady? But for me, that was such scandal. It was such scandal. And so I was like, oh, my God, somebody's going to come, and they're going to, like, fire See? me now because I think that's this. <laughs> well, Jimmy turn it away with all day. If Jimmy can get away with flipping the light switch, I think you can get away with uh, turning knobs. Yep. <laughs> I turned it back. I totally turned it back. Nobody got in trouble, you know. But for a minute there, my ears got a little bit warm because I was I was a little nervous there for a minute. Thought security was going to come get my ass. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit of a, like, scaredy cat when it comes to, you know, pissing people off. I'm like, I don't want to get anybody mad, so I'm just going to not do this. You know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of boring. Actually, it's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you're boring at all, Sarah. Um, thank you so much for coming on uh, Preview with a Prior. It's been absolutely awesome. I can't wait to see uh, what they have in store for Brenda, and I can't wait to start rumors about what they have in store for Brenda. It's going to be like my favorite part. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, You'll be in uh, all the way into season three as well, and I hope you come back at a, a later time on our podcast. Uh, we love uh, we. I, I had a great time talking to you, and uh, I hope you come back and talk to us again sometime. Hey, thanks so much for having me, you guys. It was a blast talking to you. I love being a dork and getting a chance to be silly. So thanks for thanks for letting me be silly. <laughs> yeah, anytime. <laughs> and, Anytime. And before you go, if there's anything that you want to plug, I know you got some upcoming projects and such. If you want to plug your uh, Twitter webpage, any of that stuff, you can go ahead and do that. Oh my gosh. So I think people should check out Priceless, the movie that's coming out. I have a supporting role in that. Check it out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, I think my Twitter is Sarah A. Minnick and my Instagram is Sarah.Minnick, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> You know what? I'm glad I'm not the only one because I always mess up the Twitter handle for our podcast. <laughs> and we do like three of these a week. I know. So. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to memorize all these things? Just give right. it Sarah Minnick. Look it up. I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Minnick, thanks for being on our show. That's, thanks, uh, guys. I got one Good hand clapping. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> All right, Dave, that was uh, Sarah Minnick. Super cool girl, right? Yeah, that was... Um, Sorry, yeah. let me rephrase that. Super cool woman. I don't, I don't want to sound uh, sexist in today's day and age, but just a very, <laughs> very nice person. She uh, she seemed very, very easy to talk to, and it's uh, it's kind of fun that her, her character, albeit not one of the, like, in your, you know, like one of the main, main, main cast, it's fun that, She's kind of bridged both series. Yeah, and with two different characters apparently, which is pretty cool. Because I, uh, I assumed 
that maybe she was in like the, the what they call her the day player, and then mm-hmm. they just impressed by her. Maybe she you know she caught someone's eye, so then they brought her back for this role. But to audition for like to audition separately for it and still get the part. Mm-hmm. But then they did remember, well, I, so maybe it all ties in together. Well, you know? so so my things on my my thing on that is either a uh, in that moment uh, Peter Gould and uh, Vince Gilligan like had an idea that they could make the connection or they just thought it'd be funny because they knew eventually somebody would make the connection. Right. Which I totally did. So that's, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it was great. Uh, you know, I have a little bio, uh, for Sarah here. She's, she's done so much. So those of you out there, please make sure to check out her, her website, IMDB, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, but her bio kind of hints that uh, she's going to have a little bit of a story arc, and I absolutely hope so because she just seems like such a sweet person, and and uh, you know you know me, I, I love to see people that are genuine, nice people. I like to see them like succeed and be successful. So I, I hope I hope she does. Yeah, I really I I hope so. I'm, I mean, good people deserve good things. Absolutely. And, um, awesome. Do you so, want to finish the tweets up real quick, or do you want to do that later? All right, Dave. So before we get off, what uh, hit me with the tweets, my friend? I just wanted to recognize a couple people. Um, I think I already okay. said Aaron Taylor for the cactus moment. That's going to be our new thing. Yeah, absolutely. I believe a t-shirt is coming your way, my friend. Uh, Chester Copperpot for claiming that pops are more accurate without me around. And then Brian goes on to mess up the biggest thing of the next episode. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, Eric Smith. Right. Eric with an A. For the uh, for letting me know what Crazy Eight shirt said, thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Mall of America, M A U L of America, our favorite Twitter handle fan so far. Dude, that is such a great Twitter handle, yeah. Mall of America. Oh, that's great, great, great. Um, okay. He he defended me on the Jimmy Colin Kim just because he wanted to be consoled and not to give her a heads up about Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill, and uh, for teaching <laughs> us what rainmaking was by the context of his tweet. I did not know that, and the hashtag New Cactus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brant for Hashtag, Brant, okay, we just love you, dude. You're, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag uh, new cactus is hilarious. Uh, but what, what was the oh rainmaking? Like that's such a great term, and I've never heard that before. But as soon as I read it, I knew exactly what he meant, and it was so appropriate. And well, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just my, thought of the that, John Grisham novel, The Rainmaker, mm-hmm. which is about lawyers, and that's all. I that's the, that's the only context I had for it. But yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Oh. See, I didn't put it in that context. I was just like, oh yeah, like you know, like rainmaking, like like yeah. And never mind. It made sense to me. I knew exactly what it meant, and I had never heard it in that context before. Yes. But I am going. I'm going to use it at random times, probably in drunken conversations when I'm pretending that I'm smarter than I am. <laughs> um, and the only thing I have as the T-shirt winners, uh, Cody wins for the song identification, and good job, Cody. Carl Peluso. For uh, not only telling us about the macro for the two spaces after a period, but sending us a link. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So so we were kind of right. Like, right? Like, th- yeah. so it's like optional. You were. I had no Man. idea about that. I never used like word processing stuff and things of that nature. <laughs> but um, I, don't even, I don't even know what a computer is. <laughs> <laughs> and my last little tidbit is that. This uh, the episode that Sarah Minnick was in of Breaking Bad also contains Lawson. 
It's the scene oh. where Walter buys the handgun off Lawson, and yes, he does talk the same way with all that really fancy jargon. Uh, Absolutely. Gobbledygook. Yes. Did you know that's an actual term? That's an actual term. That's a real word for, for that kind of speak is uh, when somebody's uh, speaking a lot of jargon, it's called gobbledygook. That's an act. That's not a slang thing. That's an actual word. That just sounds like <laughs> a bunch of gobbledygook to me. Exactly. Well, uh, everybody out there listening, uh, you're, Twitter participation this year has been absolutely off the charts. Uh, those of you who have been hitting us up and writing me messages on Facebook, uh, super cool. Just everything this year has been absolutely stellar for us so far. And I'm kind of sad, Dave, that it's almost half over. It, it's it a, is half over. It's a bittersweet day, appropriate that it's the Ides of March. Um, mm-hmm. Because, Beware. yeah, this season's has half over, but the third season has been confirmed. Yeah. Which means we got and some work to do in the off season. We do. Absolutely. So uh, thank you, Sarah Minnick. Sorry for messing up your name, but thank you, Sarah Minnick, for coming on. Uh, We're going to have more people from Better Call Saul coming up, so stay tuned. I know that preview with the prior has kind of turned into like more of a gab session. It's like Like, more of a better. We went from like half-assing predictions to it's kind of become a gab session, but I'm liking it and you guys seem to be liking it. And uh, it, it's just a lot of fun for me and Dave to be able to do this. Yeah, we still sneak our previews and our and our speculations in there, but I like the mid the the mid show where we can address our fans and and take yeah. our beatings. Totally. And and, and we well, really really appreciate that everybody is continuing to do this all with good humor because we we'll, we'll take it with good humor. You dish it with good humor. It's all good humor. Now I want an ice cream bar. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, I tell you what, we got season six coming up in a little less than a week from the time that we record this. Episode six. I hope you guys, episode six. I hope you guys uh, have an awesome weekend coming up and we'll talk to you Monday. Have a great day, guys. We spoke to Patrick Fabian twice and he just loves talking to us because he can just kind of not be so stiff and just jack around with us. Yeah. He's the nicest okay, guy well, in the world, I probably too. fit right in. <laughs> Isn't he great? He's such a nice human. Yeah, he seems like a very nice gentleman. We're- he's a cool dude. Like, and his, his, you know, he's always been really nice to me. And it's it's kind of scary walking on big sets like that because you're, you know, you're, you're kind of afraid they're going to be like, who the fuck are you? Right. But Fabian <laughs> was always so chill. You know, he was always really nice to me, always, you know, made sure I wasn't like panicking or anything. He was, he's really cool people. It's all-